really think about the best, toughest friendships you have. And was there a moment where you trauma bonded <laughs> at the beginning of the relationship? Because really, it's, sometimes it has a way of bringing you two together. No, if you guys true. can partake in some healthy conflict resolution together, even though it wasn't healthy on the other side, but together, uh-huh. we were able to stick together and really fight off these fucking grown-ass adults. Like, it's just insane to me that we were able to do that at the age of 18. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. I want to know, like, how many people from the Bay Area listen to us? Because I know we have some. Yes. And, like, our friends don't count, obvi. But, right. like, you can comment, baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm but like, I would like to know who, because if you yeah. didn't know, we're from the Bay Area. Yes. Um, and if you don't know where that is, it's Northern California, specifically like San Francisco heard area. Of San Francisco, right? Yeah. So like, that's the like the capital. Bay. That's yeah. That's the Bay. Yeah. The Bay. The Bay. A Bay Bay. A Bay Bay. <laughs> and if you don't know A Bay Bay, that's a, <laughs> that's a song. <laughs> Who's about? The one that was in the fake airplane. No, right? no. Oh. It was by some, like, rando. No. Yes. It was a one-hit wonder? Yeah, it was like a one-hit wonder type of deal. Not my for A Bay Bay. For sure, for sure. That runs, that lyric runs Lives in my head. Lives free in my head. Yeah. I hope he's doing All right, well, welcome back. Can I just say, before I even knew really what throwing my ass in a circle was, I was trying to throw it in a circle to this song. It oh still don't go for a circle, but she was really trying, and I was like, 10. Hey, baby, hey, baby. <laughs> no, truly, really thought I was doing something. The Bay Area out here. is just like something different, yeah, like the truly. Movement. You guys, it's it's insane, it's insane. Untouchable. Don't talk like. Watch yourself. Right. Don't talk to me about my culture and this culture <laughs> of the Bay Area. <laughs> oh man, how's it going? <gasps> it's good. Okay, I had a really good weekend, and. I just want to talk briefly about there are times when you go out in social settings, right, with, like, lots of people. And I feel like me in the pandemic, you know, I've been working remotely full time, so I don't really be out there that much, even though I've always considered myself an extrovert and a very social person, right? Yeah. But (laughs) now when I be going out here in the streets (laughs) and I see even, like, three people, I'm like, oh, my God, it's so much. Like, it's a lot of energy, and it really drains me a lot. But this weekend, I went and saw some people, and I actually felt replenished. That's how you know that's that energy. good energy. Yeah, and I feel like that doesn't happen often. Yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling very beautiful. I'm feeling very beautiful with my energy right now. Oh, because, like, they, like, poured into you. Yeah. And I agree. It does not happen often. Like, you really have to be in a solid place in your life to be able to pour into other people while also exuding this positive energy yourself. Yes. Because I will say there's also like that fake positivity where mm-hmm. they're like around you and they because they're around you, they want to be really positive and like have good energy. But like right. you could tell that like internally they're not doing too hot. So like this specific instance that you're talking about where you could tell they're feeling good so they have enough energy to go around. Yeah. And you end up leaving the function feeling energized. Like – it's a beautiful thing. It is. Like, I know for extroverts, they replenish themselves through um, external um, engagements. Mm-hmm. And if for introverts, it's the opposite for us. We we really refill our cup when we're alone. But I, I can only imagine, like, how good it feels for ex- an extrovert that is outside and whoever they're, you know, around, the group that they're around is, like, pouring into them. Like, yeah. almost like... 
almost like you get to go home and have even more fun by yourself because you just had so much fun outside. Yeah. Whereas for introverts, it's like the opposite. Yeah. I feel like those so often me personally as an extrovert, I feel like I pour into people often. Yeah. So very rarely do I feel people are pouring back in You get to me, experience you the know? same thing, yeah. So it was just like, <gasps> like I just soaked it all in like a little sponge and that's something that I, I haven't really been able to do in a long time. Yeah. And it was so nice and warm to just be around these people's energy. Like it literally, like I I just feel refreshed. And you're going to remember. Yeah. You know what I mean? One 1,000%. And this energy too will like last me for a while I feel like exactly. that's the other thing about I mean I can speak for myself when I am in a social setting and I feel like I'm with my friends and they really are feeding me in the way like that shit will carry me for months until like I get to see them again or I experience that kind of interaction again you know and I'm just so appreciative that I got that energy because I hadn't gotten it in a really long time and going out yeah it's almost it's almost like a plant like you know what i mean you water that plant and like you give it enough love like it's gonna last that plant like a while Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whereas if it's someone that doesn't know this plant like they don't know how often to water it they don't know how much to give it so like when you do have that first experience with the group and it ends up being like that you kind of feel like you lucked out like right holy shit this was such a good time like i had no idea because most of the time when i feel like as people we are expecting to go out and we're like, honestly, even with your best friends, if you're going out, you don't know what the energy is going to be like. Facts. Like it's kind of a risk <laughs> yeah, going out. Like, you have these like, ho- I feel like the younger you are, you're so on edge personally that you're just it like, whatever you're happens, it's going to it. hit. Yeah. Like it's going to hit. Like, <laughs> and like the older you get, you do understand that it may not hit. It may not be fun. The energy might be off. You know what I mean? You just, yeah. it's a risk going out. Um, but you know, you have obligations or you're going with people. You told them you'd go. So you show up and you kind of hope for the best. So like when this happens, you kind of feel like, oh my God, I was, I was meant to be here today. Yeah, like, literally. It was a, today was a good day. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh my God, our energy was meant to find each other. Yeah. And I love when it, when that happens. Cause it's like, it was fun. In some ways, spontaneous. I was not expecting this to happen at all. Oh, so you have a new best friend. Um, <laughs> I just no, feel like I have like, a new family. I'm not jealous. I'm not the jealous type. Don't lie to the people. Oh, no. I'm not jealous. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me just get a little no, bit I'm before. so <laughs> happy for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I am. <laughs> no, I actually told Sarah when I came back from this weekend, you know, when I first <coughs> met Sarah's mom, her family in general, her mom gave me this hug that was just so fulfilling, so warm and like welcoming and accepting and pure. Yes. My mom is genuine, pure. like yeah. such a pure energy and loving, you know, and like, how can I read all that in a hug? You know, when you hug that type of person, you do. And me having experienced my mother and knowing how everyone's experienced her in her life, even people that have done her so wrong. She truly is the most genuine person I know. Yeah. So I know what you mean. She just accepts you. Yes. And I think a lot of people want to be accepted. Yeah. It's a loving energy. It's it so is. simple. It's so like, accepting someone is God. so simple, but it's so loving and powerful. Right. Well, I feel like some people accept you not because it's like their true intentions. Though, yeah. You know. And I feel like. What do you mean? 
I mean, I feel like some people do things to be liked or to get certain people's like acceptance. And I, I genuinely feel like sometimes even if they're like connecting and trying to reach out with me, like they have hidden agendas, <laughs> motives like, and They want to be perceived as someone who checks yes. on you, accepts and, you. And I genuinely feel like I can feel that in a hug and in someone's communication. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. I felt that with your mother and you can speak from how you know her and how she's experienced other people. And for the first time in what fucking 10 years from when I hugged your mom, I felt that energy again when I hugged these people. Like yeah. it was crazy. And that yeah. was the closest it just feels thing I right. could relate it, it feels right. to. It was like so warm. And they yeah. don't know me, but they accepted me for all that I was. And it was beautiful. It feels really comforting. Yeah. Especially cause you know, like in life, there are people that you're around all the time that don't make you feel this way, which is a very, like, I feel like hard thing to grasp and really problematic in the sense that you get something from someone that you just met that you don't get from people that you've known for years. Yeah. Um, And you can really look the other way and pretend that didn't happen. Right. Or you could be like, oh, like, I feel so safe with this person. Why am I around these people that never make me feel like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but some people have never experienced it. And not that specific thing. Many things. Yes, Sometimes yes. you really have not experienced a certain kind of bond or a certain type mm-hmm. of love in like your first 20 years, 30 years, 10 years of life. And you meet people and you experience it. You're like, this is possible? Yeah. Like someone can make me feel this way? Right. Like, I didn't know this was possible. Yeah. And I think it really can happen um, – when you, let's say, don't have a good relationship with your mom or you lost your parent, your dad, mm, like whatever it may mm-hmm. be, like, and you finally experience what it could have been, mm-hmm. I think it feels, I can speak on a personal level, that it feels really, really, at first it feels odd and then it feels fulfilling. Yeah. Like a part of me is complete. Like I deserve to feel that way. Yeah. And this person made me feel that way. Yeah. Like that's so nice and I fucking accept that with my oh. whole heart. But if you don't and you feel like you're undeserving and maybe you're not healed yet, you will feel off. You will feel weird. You will feel like, why are you giving me this love? Like, I don't, I've never experienced that. And you're a complete stranger. Like, I don't even know you that much. Like, how are you making me feel this way? You'll kind of like reject it um, until, you know, you realize that you deserve it. And that feels really nice because you know that that's not the last person that's going to make you feel that way. Literally. Oh, my God. I'm going to (laughs) cry. I just feel like because it's literally – the best feeling ever when you find those people who really understand and accept you in that way. And I can say for all of my people, it was in the most random way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I met you in the most random way. Completely fucking changed my life. I met my partner in the most random yeah. way. Com- you know? And Same, like, yeah. It- oh my God, I can't even imagine my life without... The people that I met later in life. Yeah. The few people that I love and that are my family. And I say this all the time. Yo, I have a big-ass family. So when I call people family, like, I mean that shit. Because I really don't need any more fucking She got a whole family. (laughs) (laughs) Whole-ass family. (laughs) So the fact that I have, you know, the... Oh, my God. the Just... The blessing of having a family and then having people that I meet later in life that become family to me... I never take that shit for granted. Yeah. Like, I truly, like, when I meditate, when I pray every day, I, I really say every person that I'm grateful for 
because I know that there's people in this life that are still searching for people to accept them and love them. And I hope they find it because they deserve it. Hell yeah. So like I never, ever, ever want to live this life and neglect like the beautiful people, the soul fulfilling type of connections that have made their way to me Mm -hmm. that I wasn't raised with, you know, because you have your family and then you have your chosen family. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And also I feel like being able to live in that power even after they pass. Yeah. You know, I think that's something that I'm also trying to like. Yeah. Learn to be. Yeah. Okay with as an adult, which is really freaking hard because obviously it's not easy losing people at all and i mean i hate to kind of say it like this but in some ways obviously not in some ways people die every day but when we feel connected to the person that dies it completely shifts our world and we have a very hard (laughs) we have a very hard time understanding how other people can move from then you know because i feel like when it's happened to me my whole world stopped right and I'm like, how how do they not know this connection? How do they not know this was my whole life, right? Like that is such a hard feeling to sit with and <clears throat> be okay to let go of. Yeah. Um, especially because I'm a person who loves my connections. You know what I mean? That's how we started this whole podcast. Like that shit fulfills me. My partnerships fulfill me. My relationships fulfill the fuck out of me. <clears throat> and when they're gone, or when I have a fucking friend breakup, or a spouse, like a boyfriend breakup back in the day, that would tear me. Yeah, because it's, it's goodbye. Yeah. Um, and These are hard. <laughs> they, they are, and I think death is a very hard thing to really understand and make peace with because – it's a goodbye that you don't get a second chance with. Ugh. Like you, yeah. you know, as someone who lost her dad when she was young, like I experienced death on a very personal level, a sudden death too, very young. So like my relationship with death is a little bit different than most people's. Um, but I kind of had to like make my peace with death. Cause like, that's the only way I would have really been okay with the fact that I was unlucky enough to lose a parent that, early that's the best way for me to describe it now mm-hmm. but like I used to be angry about it but like you just truly have to understand that like it's not a goodbye like it's a see you soon um and it's you're in a better like I mean everyone has a different type of relationship with afterlife whether they believe in it what they think of death whatever it may be yeah. so I can only speak on my personal experience in the sense that I know it's not goodbye and like I truly believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience on earth So this is just really a chapter of our life. So really, like, where they're at is that long-term shit. Like, that's how I always think of it is, like, I can't wait to see you. And, like, when it happens, it's going to be so magical. But clearly, I have a little more to learn in this life. And, like, on Earth, we have, you know, all these, like, earthly temptations. And, like, you know what I mean? We have these egos. So, like, you can really learn a lot about yourself and your soul here Um, but when I do get to see them again, everything's going to feel so natural. Like, I'm not going to feel like I have to one up anything or like, I have to feel like I have to prove anything. It's going to be a very natural introduction, you know, back into their life and then back into my life. But like here, I feel like we get so caught up on everything that's going on. So when they're gone permanently, 
we have this guilt of like, well, I could have talked to them more. Yeah. Well, I could have built that relationship more. Why do they have to go now? I was going to learn so much. I wanted them to see me go through that. You know what I mean? You like almost feel like you don't get to experience them anymore in this lifetime, but you do just not in the same way that you did when both of you were on this physical realm. Yeah. Like they're still very much there and there's still so much you can communicate um, with people on the other side that mm-hmm. you may not be able to do it verbally, but energetically, emotionally, I wholeheartedly believe that like we can really communicate with our loved ones on the other side. Yeah. But like we just have to realize that like it's not the same type of communication and that's very yeah. hard for us to understand. Yeah. Like we want to communicate the same way. Well, every other being I'm experiencing <laughs> here, I'm communicating this way. Why is it with you? I got to be all spiritual and shit. Yeah. But it's like just because it's different doesn't mean it's not communication right and it's not real and you're not feeling it absolutely like for the first time just to share with you guys like two weeks ago i um actually had an appointment with a medium and it's not just any medium it's a medium that my family has gone to previously so like she's done work with my family before and i had an appointment with just her so it was just her and me um and it was so powerful like to this day i think about it it was obviously emotional powerful um, and to this day I think about it, and I'm like, I just communicated with like my dad and my grandma and my other, like, that's yeah. so crazy to think about. Like, yeah, we weren't sitting in front of each other, looking at each other, like back and forth, but <clears throat> they were feeling my energy. I was feeling their energy. Right. They were telling me what they're feeling. I was telling them what I'm feeling. Like you, I'm not saying go find a medium because do what you want to do, <laughs> but I'm saying there's people on this earth that have gifts that you can't even comprehend. Yeah. And I think we're all gifted. I don't mm-hmm. think it's just certain people. I think depending on who you are, what you've gone through, obviously it'll be different for you to tap into that gift, but I think we're all gifted. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested and you feel like it's time for you to communicate with someone in that way, do it. If you're not into it at all, you don't believe in it, don't do it. But at the end of the day, I guess what I'm really trying to say to kind of wrap up this conversation about death is that like, they're not gone. Yeah. I maybe this is a lie I'm telling to myself, but I don't think I am because I I feel my family. Yeah. Um, they're not gone. We just don't see them. We don't experience mm-hmm. them in the same way that we did when they were living on Earth. Yeah. One thousand percent. And I will say one last thing about this conversation of death and relatives. I love the way you and Scorpios in general speak about death. It makes me feel very comforted. Because I feel like you guys obviously have seen darker times and you've gotten comfortable with that. And I don't know, I guess I'm like in respect and like awe of you and other people and other Scorpios who are confident with this because that's something I'm not personally confident with. And you know, I've, I've told you this multiple times. It always makes me feel more comfortable when we talk about it. And I know it's the case for other people too. Like so many people have an issue with this. For good reason. For 1,000% good reason. And um, I just appreciate the way that you always speak about it. So thank you for making me feel comfortable oh with it. Oh my gosh. Of course. I love you too <laughs> and anything I can do. Like honestly, I think every single one of us on this earth, there are certain things that we understand. Um that we can really help other people feel comfortable with, you Mm -hmm. know, like every single one of us has that. One of mine is death. Like, and maybe it's because I had to go through it so young. Maybe it's because I'm a Scorpio. Maybe it's both, but like either way, I genuinely love sharing my perspective with people so they can just feel more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. 
And you do that. Good. Especially with this particular topic. Good. Oh, that makes me so happy. Love y'all. Y'all <laughs> just like a real moment or whatever. Like a real. Like real. It's like, so real. It's not like literally. Like like like. Oh my god! Stop. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> have they? Have they? When are we posting this? Are you guys? Did you guys watch hey. our? the most used word for each sign video yet because if you did it like literally and fuck we're like, like in them like fuck, also and now fuck. i can't even think of those words <laughs> as the same like i i like like no all of mine are completely true why like and fuck <laughs> i regularly same yeah actually like literally fuck, literally actually I think we just summed up our personalities in no, three words. No, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so since it's like Mercury retrograde and like every other fucking retrograde ever. All retrogrades. Uh, it's retrograde season. It's like, um, me and Maya were talking about, we were talking about. We were talking about, talking about, talking about. We were talking about a time in our lives that was rough, exciting, and really surprising in many ways. Um, and maybe we've talked about it before in one other video, but I think. I just want to talk about it. It's story time. I think you guys like stories. Yeah. Um, and it's a story about the first time me and Maya actually lived together. So if you're new here, me and Maya, we met in the freshman dorms in college. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And while we <laughs> lived on the same floor, like three rooms away, mm -hmm. we didn't technically live together. Correct. So the story I'm talking about is sophomore year of college when we decided that we're going to move into an apartment, mm -hmm. on-campus apartment, mm -hmm. with two other girls. Girls. Um, one of them being my best friend from high school. Back home. The other girl was a random. So I don't... I, I mean... <laughs> I don't... Is that mean? No, but she it was, was a random. Like, we ended up becoming friends later, but, like, at no, that moment in time, like... We, she only was a part of the thing because of your bestie at the time. It was. Like, but, like, at the end of the day... In, Freshman I mean, year of college, me and my best friend, ex-best friend now from high mm -hmm. school, came to college. We met Maya. We become like a, tr a, a truplet. You know what I mean? But really, like, me and Maya were, like, bonding in ways uh -huh. that was, <laughs> we were just bonding in ways that was incomparable to really anyone on campus. Like, like, we, like we're like, Fits. that's my girl. Right. That's my soul sister. And, you know, that hits different probably when, like, you already right. came there with your best friend from, like, high school. Yeah. Who was, like, low-key, like, a shitty friend. Everyone grows. This is not the type of story town where I want to be like, fuck that bitch. No. Because, like, that's so long ago. And it's honestly, I, I hope she's doing well. But, like, at that moment in time, shit was a little toxic. More on someone else's end. Yeah. I'll let you decide who. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but, yeah, either way. So we were going to move into an apartment with two bedrooms, which means we needed a fourth person. Yeah. And last minute... <laughs> My ex-best friend, she just found a girl. Like, she just picked her. Like, and not to say this girl was there's anything wrong with her. She was cool. She was a she party was girl. Nice, yeah. But we weren't, like, we didn't know her enough right. to be like, yeah. I remember. It's, it's the four of us, baby. It's the four of us. Obviously, I was so excited to be moving in with Sarah. Yeah. There have already been a little bit of some issues with the Bessie. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I was like, okay, Lots. like, Even with you me know. and that girl, too. Right. Oh, wait, that's what really led to it. Go ahead. Right. But I was like, okay, you know, I'm... I'm excited to move in my bestie here <laughs> at the end of the day, right? But I remember having a conversation with you. I was like, who's this girl? Like, she a random. Like, I'm going to live with her. And that was the that was the deal. I was going to live oh my with God. the rando. 
in a room. That is so weird. And Sarah was going to live with her bestie in the other room. Okay, that was the situation that we agreed upon. Yeah. I don't know how you said yes to that. I don't know. I, now I'm thinking well, about it right now. I love you. <laughs> no, no. And I love you, but that's just, that's so wild. No, so, it was so. And, but the thing and is, it's, like, it's so not like eager. you were out here socializing <laughs> with other people. No, for sure. She, not this ex bestie was one of those girls that just like, she like trusted everyone, got along with everyone, like friends, friends with, with everyone. Yeah. yeah. So like that's how she found, she got her pick of the litter, you know, and like. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, in some ways, it ended up working out because she actually paid rent. You know yeah, what I no, mean? No, no, no. She we was very say that responsible. For all of our other roommates. No, we really couldn't. She so, was great in that sense, but it was just a very random ordeal. Very. But that's how it was just like given. Like the situation was right. there. Of course, me and my best friend from high school are gonna live together, and they're gonna live together. It's okay. And then what happened was, um, this was the summer before, you know, sophomore year. So we got our apartment, like, you know, a month before school started. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and around this time I was going to summer school. Who was the summer school? Like in college, like Sarah relaxed. Sometimes either way. Yeah. I mean, I was doing that shit. So (laughs) I I was doing that. (laughs) Um, you you did summer school in college? Mm -hmm. Which one did you take? I took an English class. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, so you went to LA and you took summer school too? No, I was up in um, San Francisco still. Oh, I so took it was it later. At, yeah, it, it was. It was a sophomore year. Yeah, no, okay. it wasn't sophomore Got year. It. I think I took a junior year. Oh, okay. Yeah, sophomore okay, year. Okay, yeah. Summer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, I was like, why did I take summer school in my old home? Yeah. Like, we, I mean, it was great, cause I got, but that was like, I was trying hard. For sure. Um. Anyway. So yeah, I was, you know, what... In my hometown with my ex-best friend. And we knew we were going to move in with these gals. I was excited. And, you know, really shit came to the head during that summer. Like, you know when a friendship breakup is just like, it's said and done, baby. Like, we over. (laughs) Now, imagine that happening and, like, building up throughout all of our friendship. And, like, there was things that I already knew, like, red flags that I knew. But I was just kind of just, she was my comfort in this new phase in my life. So I wasn't willing to let her go. But, like... I realized during that summer, like, you're just a shitty friend, and I don't know why I'm lying to myself. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? I, like, it's not worth it for me to, like, have your friendship when you're such a fake-ass, mean-ass bitch. Right. Is how I felt at that time. I'm yeah. not saying she's that now. Um, but that's how it was at that time. So she really was, and I was the only one telling experience. it. Either way, so this is when I really had texted Maya, and Maya was, you know, as she said, she had already gone through some shit with her. Like, she, there was a lot of betrayal and just Lord. bad shit happening there. It was a very weird place for me because as a Scorpio, I'm loyal. This is mm-hmm. my best friend. I really fuck with her, but, but this is my best friend in the time, of years. Know. Exactly. Right. She's so the it's work. like, you know, we got this connection. Exactly. You know. So then, you know, after I went through this breakup with her, mind you, we had already signed the lease for this apartment. <laughs> I text Maya. I'm like, Maya, first of all, fuck this bitch. I fucking hate her. <laughs> like, I don't want to live with her. I can't believe this is happening. Like, this is something that I've never, ever, like, verbally said to Maya. Because, like, mm-hmm. that's I feel like it's very extreme to tell a new friend, like, yeah, the best friend that I've been best friends with for years, like, fuck her. Like, yeah. I'm not doing this lightly. Right. Is no. what I'm really trying to say. Yeah, because even after the big blow up of the thing that happened, like, I feel like you guys were still. Yeah, I was being in cordial. My mind, yeah, the thing that was, to me, that ended our my friendship with her. You know, like, you had loyalty to her still, which yeah. made sense to me. Yeah. But then you called me and were like, uh-uh. This uh, it. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. So we decided. <laughs> so <laughs> essentially, uh, 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 
So Maya had already moved into our apartment yes. at that moment in time mm-hmm. because she was the only one that was moving to college from LA and we were all Bay Area girls. So we mm-hmm. were like an hour away at most from campus. So easier for them to move exactly. in. Exactly. So, so Maya had already moved in. And there was really two rooms, a master bedroom mm-hmm. with a walk-in closet and a beautiful view and the other bedroom. And the personal bathroom. For yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the other bedroom. And, you know, I mean, I get it. I get why you did what you did. You moved in first. You get first pick. There was, we, no one really talked about it. No, we didn't. No one talked about it at all. And no, there was nothing written in the contract that said these two will move into that room. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It was kind of just expected, which is really weird if you think about it. Now that I think about it. Because one of those rooms is clearly bigger than the other. And the person that is living in that bigger yeah. room, those people should be paying more. But that wasn't yeah. discussed. So everything was very even. Yeah. And these are literally 18-year-olds. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> um, so Maya had already moved in there. So when I told her that, she was like, I'm like, Maya, I can't believe I have to live in the same room as her. Like, this is crazy. I, I don't She's like, like, I don't want that. Yeah. You like, know, I'm like, like, I can't live a whole year with her. She's so toxic. Right. And I was just like, well, what? you should just move into this room. <laughs> My, Why not? It's so funny the, the way your tone the is. Same rent because I think it's hilarious that like you it haven't been sitting on that. No, <laughs> I, like you were, huh? You know, and I was too, probably in some capacity. But it was just so funny because I feel like that was best case scenario. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, for me be... too. What I knew at that <laughs> yeah. moment in time, I just could never imagine myself not living with my best friend of years, right, in a room full of two other girls. Even though I loved Maya. I've only known her for like a year. Yeah. As opposed to someone I've known for hella years. It just didn't seem right to me. It just seemed immoral. Um, so when that happened, I was like, fuck her. And when Maya said that, I was like, absolutely, I do. Absolutely, yeah, I, said, I do. I, I do. I do. <laughs> Can I just say, I knew that's when the tables turned. Oh, and she came over that to was, the light. I'm not going to lie. That was a. <laughs> to the good <laughs> that was a that shift. was a checkmate. That was a shift. That was you <laughs> looking at her across the fucking checkmate, bitch. Not even that it was so like it wasn't even planned, planned for me, but she was so planned and calculated. I feel like she thought that I was moving that way, and yeah. I was like, I'm just. The funny thing is, it was her fault. She fumbled the bag. She Be did. a good person, she did. and we could have been cool, but you just kept showing. How much of a bad friend right. you were. So I'm like a genuine good friend. No, literally. Like, why would I want to be around sure. that energy? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but y'all, this ain't even the best part of the this is about. This, this is ain't the, even the best part. This legit. is the, this is the setup. <laughs> this is the setup, baby. I'll let you continue, Maya. I've been talking a lot. Okay, so, so I you move know. in. <laughs> she moves in. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, that's what I'm getting to right now. <laughs> okay, so Sarah and I, we decide, right? And I'm like, <laughs> in the back of my mind, silently. Best time of my life. Great. And we're like, okay, let's fucking celebrate. Like, we're going to design our room. Like, we're going to set it up real cute. I was excited because, you know, not that we lived together, but I saw how she lived in the dorm, right? So she liked to keep her stuff clean. She was very aesthetic like me. I was like, oh, our room could be fucking fire. So our Libra asses were like, how are we going to arrange? We start, oh, yes. we set it up in the most our room fire, was so cute. cutest way. Our room was so cute. Oh, we had the best view. God, we were like on the second to highest level in yes, the apartment complex. Yes. Down near a penthouse. Okay. Lake on the other side. Right. It was stunning. And um, 
Oh my god. We we were relishing in it. I think we were. We whipped out the fucking bong and a bottle. (laughs) Okay. Yes. (laughs) She said it. There you go. And we took a lit ass picture. Like, yeah. I'm not not even gonna lie. I am I've always been um like I if we're fighting and maybe it's the Mars energy in me. Yeah. If I know it's right now, it's me against you. Even if it's short term, but this wasn't short term. Because you knew. Because I knew. Oh, you, you think I didn't know? I knew what I was starting. <laughs> I I want people to understand that, like, if I've made a decision that may not be the most popular decision or the most respected decision, <laughs> I'm gonna share that decision. She made her fucking. Because I don't like it when people think I move, like I slither and I try to hide what I'm yeah. doing. Because what we did was a risk, and I was willing to bank on that risk. <laughs> I, I was like, and here's a picture of me and my bestie well, in our new room. My Sagittarius ass, I'm like, if you want to be factual about it, break it down. Yeah. Quite literally, we did not sign anything. We did it. To say, you have to live room, with this yeah. person, and I have to live with this person, and you're in this room, and I'm in this room. So No, there was nothing signed, so there was nothing official. Um which ultimately at, at the end saved what we did. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, but They tried to bully us. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to get there. So we post it and lo and behold, both my ex-best friend and the other girl are like, what the fuck? Right. Like, like, our phones what? start going crazy. Blown up. What's happening? Why are you in these rooms together? What the fuck? What the fuck? Meanwhile, me and Maya, rooms looking cute. Looking cute. We're feeling I think a little we got a, We got we another out. bottle. Yeah, we <laughs> got some got some groceries, <laughs> and that's <laughs> when we got the fucking. Yeah, because we went outside. We went. We were yeah. in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And at this moment in time, um, that is when we have the honors of of introducing this, Maya. <laughs> that's when I got a special little voicemail. She got a voicemail from it, a grown ass. A, at this moment in time, we could call her a Karen. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah, she was a Karen. She was a hired. Oh she was a certified hired Karen. God. And I just have to set this up in the sense that when I say um, my ex-best friend at the time, she liked to talk to anyone and would really use anyone to, to benefit her. Um, She's not this, lying. Uh, <laughs> In summer of after freshman year of college, she randomly become friends with this like fifty year old woman. <laughs> I really don't know how they met. This woman like she'd go to her house and sometimes she'd drink or like yeah. I for the life of me I swear to God I don't know what the connection was here. She just would <laughs> find random people and she'd be friends with them. Yeah, and she had become friends with this woman and like y'all. This woman called Maya and left her a voicemail. Threatening me. Threatening me, you, us, us. Like, talking about you little bitches better move out of that house or I'm going to come beat both of you up. Right. Like, cussing us out. Like, we're 18 and we have this, like, 50-year-old woman, like, like it, you couldn't make this shit up. Right. And we didn't, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. Either way, we weren't moving out. Oh, no, and I was not getting out the fuck about no. that room. Who do, the fuck do I look like? Especially after you, you leave me this this <coughs> this random person leaves me a threatening-ass voicemail. Uh, excuse me, uh, you see her? You see me? 
We ain't backing down. No. Okay. No. I'm sorry. I, I mean, this is really no. like our friendship began freshman year, really. But truly, after this time, after what we experienced here, the trauma bond was unbreakable. Oh, we it was trauma deep. bonded over this shit, you guys. We because well, I didn't okay. even tell my family. I'm yeah. just like, I, this is scary, but I'm gonna handle it. Like, <laughs> right. And I'm gonna just say the way that we protected each other oh, and yeah. held our own and looked after each other in that moment. Yeah, it, it we was bonded. Scary. I was like, it was fucking scary because she we was were there. The fuck out of us. And there were adults. There were mothers yeah. there. Yeah. So literally, like a day after, <laughs> Lord. Yeah. They made, like obviously the room was way bigger, and when we knew that like they were coming, <laughs> me and Maya were like, let's like fuck up the way we the set room up again. the room. Let's let's like change Make the way it, it looks. not look as good yeah, as it did because it looked too good. We're like, oh, we don't want and them to think were, that we have this much space. Like it looks right. Like, we literally made that shit oh, so God. messy. And then literally, like, two days later, these girls had the audacity to show up with their moms. Their mothers. Well, we're there alone. We have no parental figure backing us up. Right. Their moms and them come, and they're, like, all yelling at us. And me and Maya... Grown-ass women. Literally. Like, why are you... Yelling at us... 18-year-olds. 19-year-olds. And they have their their daughters all up in our face as well. Literally. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I will never forget. <laughs> I don't remember what exactly she said to me, but when your best friend stepped up in my face uh-huh. and she was like putting her finger and you you stepped in front of me, you were like, no, <laughs> you get out of her face. And again, the moms are there. Their moms <laughs> are there. Okay? This girl ran up on me from no, across the room, guys, tried to push up on me. She charged her. She pushed she, up from on the other me. side of the room. And, and I remember Sarah just, was like, "Bitch, back up." Yeah, because like, who the fuck do you think you are? Right. Like, what are you gonna do? You're not gonna do shit. Right. And like, you're not just gonna step up for my friend like that. Like, that's also another time where like, the line was drawn in the sand of oh, like. Yeah. This is not what you thought it was anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not friends anymore. You're an asshole. And once I realize you're not my friend, what the fuck am I going to do? I must protect my friend. And since you're no longer my friend, it's me against you. Right. When you're coming from my friend. Right. Um, and, yeah, at the end of the day, moms really couldn't say anything. They ended the conversation with, I guess, since nothing was signed, nothing can be done. Well, like, yeah, that's forget, what we were saying. Right. Let's not forget first how they tried to lie on us. Yeah. And be like, no way my daughter threatened you. And I was like, I have the receipts. Literally. We got the we receipts. Played, we, played we played that shit. And they were like, oh, my God. Because it wasn't either of I the mothers who that. called us yeah. threatening us. No, this was the random. I knew her voice. I had, random I had met person. her before. Right. I, I know what her voice was. Right. Like. I yeah. remember you telling me, you're like, I know who this is. Yeah. <laughs> God, you guys. You guys. I just can't. I mean, I'm, I'm so proud of us. But yes, we did trauma bond that day. <laughs> I just like to say, when that voicemail came in, I was fucked up. We were <laughs> fucked up. We were fucked up. We were living high on our no, decision. We were literally like, like we were like, wait, what? Oh, she said what? She said she was gonna barge into the house, come and beat our asses up. Yeah. She was threatening me with like legal shit. And I, I like, what the fuck are you gonna do, like, lady? What? It's, in, it's insane. It's insane. So I guess what we really want to wrap it up and say that really think about the best, toughest friendships you have. And was there a moment where you <laughs> trauma bonded at the beginning of the relationship? Because really, it's, sometimes it has a way of bringing you two together. No, if you guys true. can 
partake in some healthy conflict resolution together, even though it wasn't healthy on the other side. But together, uh-huh. we were able to stick together and really fight off these fucking grown-ass adults. Like, it's just insane to me that we were able to do that at the age of 18. <laughs> oh, that's great. Makes so much sense. It really to does. Me. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hate to say it. I feel like I have trauma bonded with a lot of my friends, especially because most of my friends come from when I was like younger and yeah. I just stuck with them, mm-hmm. you know? But I'm happy to say, even though we trauma bonded, we got. We got other happy bombs too, you know. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's do. not it's not just the traumas. No, it's that definitely keep us together. not. And I feel like that's something also that I kind of want to speak about because I feel like uh, there's a lot of hype of like, oh, we trauma bonded, and it can be so negative. Like, yeah, it can be very negative. But as someone who has trauma bonded with people and then have also bonded in really positive ways, yeah. like it, it, it's a balance. You know what I mean? It is. And I hope you can differentiate when. Um, you have healthy times and when you don't have healthy times. And that's yeah. relationships. It is because, you know, when you experience joy together with people, that's your inner child's really intertwining. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it is really important to bond with people when it's just your inner child's at play mm-hmm. together. Because um, just a different side of you comes out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you are trauma bonding, um, depending on what the trauma is, uh, the fight or flight instinct of you comes out. So if you are able to let that person see you when you're in fight or flight mode and they don't judge you and you guys can work together, I think that's also very powerful. For sure. Um, so both of those things I feel like are very, very important. Mm-hmm. Because if you can speak through it, you can actually realize maybe <clears throat> what you were protecting for each other. Yeah. In that moment. You know, because I felt we were protecting each other in that moment. And I love, even though, yes, it was a trauma bond, I feel like I was protecting an inner child in you and you were yeah. protecting an inner child in me. No. And you served as a, my family in that yeah, moment. You for know? sure. Like, we didn't need them. Even though right. we didn't. They literally, <laughs> both of those pairs, first of all, those two birthed the other two. Right. So the Let's fact that talk we about them were the able <laughs> to, literally, the fact that we were able to just keep it together. Yeah. And I don't even think I called anyone after that. Like, I didn't tell none of my yeah. family about that because it's just not, they're not going to understand. I mean, who am I to speak on their behalf? But I will. Yeah. Um, they, I, it felt good to handle it on my own. Mm-hmm. And like, that, honestly, all my life since I was a teenager, I wanted to be trusted to handle shit on my own. And that was the beginning of me proving to myself that I can. And it felt really fucking good. Yeah. I can even say I, I called my parents, but they did not say the they things that I wanted. They, right, I was like, Fuck you! I'm not moving out. They told us to go to the other room. I'm like, I was like, no. You don't know me. I was me. like, you don't understand. Goodbye. Bye. I was like, okay, no. me and Sarah got this. Then. I'm sorry. I was so irritated. Like, why would I, I be a weak so ass irritated. bitch? I'm like, oh. that's not within me. I'm like, did you hear what I said though? Did the, you hear what I said that they said that to me? Would you want me to back down? Precedent. Goodbye. Of my life Goodbye. in college. Goodbye. No, I am a fighter. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna give up. I ain't gonna stop. I'm going to corner. Like, what? I don't know what to tell you. I work yeah. harder. I <laughs> <laughs> my shoes better. My- <laughs> no, yeah, fuck that shit. Absolutely. I'm just so happy that we can grow from that moment. And I hope everyone can t- revel yeah. in, um, you know, the Libra... Mercury, Mercury retrograde, retrograde yeah. moment and the relationships that you have, you know, just 
the relationships in your past that have taught you something about yourself. Mm-hmm. Those connections that have taught you good or good or bad. Yeah. Or even too, if you feel like something keeps recurring. Like sometimes I'll I'll be honest. I have dreams. I have very vivid dreams. And sometimes I'm like, fuck, why do I keep dreaming about this? Yeah. And it was especially coming up during this retrograde. And I was like, okay, what am I maybe not recognizing from this pattern that I keep reliving, right? I'm annoyed by the pattern, but what is it actually trying to teach me? And I want everyone to like maybe take a step back and think if this is recurring, what is it maybe trying to teach me? Why is this coming up? Yeah. And understand why you made certain decisions and stand true in that. You know, like I feel like that's Libra's, something Libra's, when they're at their highest potential, they know, um, but can learn to grow. It's like Libras need to stand in their truth more. Yeah, you know, stand I feel firmly like, in the decision that you made. Exactly. Even if it was wrong or you you think it was wrong, like you made it for a reason. What did you learn from it? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can be maybe easier to fall back into patterns mm-hmm. and be like, well, I like this. It's easy. Yeah. I but think, I challenge yeah. you to push past that. Absolutely. And like – Something, one of the things I learned from that whole thing is that, like, I can stand up to anybody, you know? I always knew that about myself, Mm -hmm. but, like, I wasn't in an environment where I was around these older people and then also my peers at the same time, and I had to basically show my case, like, Mm -hmm. really represent myself, (laughs) like, truly. Like, my inner lawyer was, like, people were fucking challenging the fuck out of us. I just knew that I had to stand firmly in the decision that I made. Like, I know what I did when I said yes to you. I know what I did when I posted it on Instagram. Like, one of the things that I value about myself is when I make a decision, I'm not hiding it from anybody. And if anyone doesn't like the decision that I made, well, guess what, bitch? You better tell them that you stand firmly (laughs) in that decision because you did it. You can't back out now. Like, I hate people like that that make bold decisions, say bold shit, and then when it's time to finally speak up for your actions, you can't, yeah, you can't do it. Or Mm -hmm. you kind of, you know, weasel your way back in. And it's like, I'm not that person. And that was one of the first times um, in my young adulthood where I proved to myself I can stand up for myself. I don't care who's around. um, And fuck you for thinking that you can bully me or make me change my mind because you have your little mom over here. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Literally, like, fuck you. Like, literally, like, <laughs> fuck you. I mean, I feel like damn near we did that, though. Like, no, we in, really in did. unison. I mean, I'm not going to lie. We said what was up. Like, points were made. Oh, yeah. And that is why that was the Even most awkwardest year. Mamas was like, you made a point. Yeah. You couldn't say shit to us. As little fucking, I'm not even little because our energy is our energy and it has always yeah, been loud no. and more mature than a lot of these people out here. Um, but they were like, okay, you're right. Oh man, I sometimes wish I could like, I love the, the idea of time traveling just so I could like sit with myself and be like, like, what were you feeling? Like, like when it happened, like, like I know it was awkward, but yeah. like, like, how did you feel after? Like, you won. Right, you won. How did you feel? I just want to say too, I feel like um, there are times where adults are like, I'm right and I know what's best. And that's really what they were trying to kind of, yeah. they were trying to buddy up to their moms in that situation. And I'm so proud of us for not being intimidated by older generations. Oh, yeah. And that's something that I think you can see in us, like in all of our videos, just in our essence in general. 
I don't care if you're fucking two years old or fucking 95 years old. You ain't going to talk to me any kind of way. <laughs> I respect who respects me. Yeah. I don't, I don't respect my elders just because you know? they're older. I don't give a fuck. You could literally be the most horrible person to live. Right. And just because I look at you and I see you're old, I need to act a certain kind of way. No. no. You need to prove yourself to me just as much as I need to prove myself to you. Yeah. You know, and truly they caught me at the right time because I've been waiting. I've been waiting to fight against an older person. Like it's, it's hard doing it with your own family when you're that young. Right. So I was just, I was really just practicing. I was practicing. You, you were a good practice for me. (laughs) But too, I want everyone to like, not be afraid to stand up to older generations. Speak your truth as a young person. Yeah. Because we were right. Yeah. In that moment. And we knew we were right. So we weren't willing to just let it go because it was easier. And sometimes it's really easy to just give in. I get Mm -hmm. it. Sometimes people say, you know, ignorance is bliss or just like give in. Like, is it worth it? Okay, Mm -hmm. sure. For some things, maybe. But for most of the things in life, if I stood firm in my decision, why shouldn't I back it up? Why should I just give up because it's easy? No. I hate that because I feel like they're – elder energy can make us feel like that's how they win right i mean and they I thought wrong that. they thought i was I their daughter that. or something right i don't have to listen to you I, I, mm. <laughs> I am the captain now. no literally <laughs> i've been the captain Me and Sarah looked at the moms and the girls we we're like i am the, I'm captain, the captain now, now. <laughs> and i'm pretty yes. sure they like opened up remember like we hid shit they came and looked at the rooms oh to see how big God. they were, and we thought we did it right by hiding the bottles From in the our closet. They came and the they opened before. the closet, yeah. and they were like, "Oh wow!" I'm like, you know what? You sh- this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Amen. <laughs> this is my truth. I got the big room. I'm partying. Right. I'm the captain now. Right. The bottles are here. What I said is still true. Yeah. And your daughters ain't moving in here. Bye. Nice. I really do feel like sometimes that's the biggest advice I can give to people is to stand in your truth. Yeah. Even if other people uh, are like, that's weird. Do my you, baby. thing is, do if, you, baby. If you cannot, if you cannot stand up for yourself, don't expect anyone to stand up for you. I really feel that way. Like at some point, you're going to have to stand up for yourself. Maybe Dumb. your argument won't be the finisher, Dumb. but I need it to be the starter. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I need you to I need make you to your get case. In there. Get make in your there. Case. And sometimes I see someone making their case and I see that they're losing. I'm like, oh, I'm ready to step in for you. But if I see that you're not doing shit, sometimes it makes me angry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially if I see that it's, it's a pattern. If I see someone and I see they're getting bulldozed over, I will stand up for them. But if I see that it's a pattern, I can't respect you because at the end of the day, you need to be your biggest advocate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when people see that you have the ability to stand up for yourself, you will be intimidating to them. You know what I mean? And sometimes mm-hmm. bullies, like that's the best way to fight against bullies. Like they see that all of a sudden you stand up for yourself and you don't take shit too seriously. They're going to be like, oh shit. Yeah, oh shit. Yeah, oh shit. I'm not going to make this easy for you. Right. Fucking bitch. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> okay, I want people to guess like the signs of, yes, of the guess girls the that we... We didn't really say much about. I'm trying to remember what was was she. Okay, so and we just actually just confirmed that they were both the same sign, and we totally yeah. Guess guess the sign. Guess that sign. Oh my gosh! How did I agree to that? Because I love you. I'll never forget how they were kikiing up in there though. 
Oh my god. Yo, we should tell the story also. <laughs> this fuck nah, maybe it's too much if we talk about it the whole time. <laughs> well, you know what? No, nah, no, it's too messy. I don't want it to be the whole episode of our But when the dude came up and his hair was falling out. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, if we see two people guess, even two. Yeah. Guess what their sign is. I think we should talk about it. Okay, in the next yeah. Episode. That's what we'll do, you guys. So if you guys, if two people guess the sign right, um, we will tell you a really good follow up story yes. um, about how. Yeah. Oh my! I don't even know how to set it up. I know. I mean, just a just a really juicy follow up story. Okay, that you want to know. Yeah. Um, oh God. That you want to know. Exactly. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I can't, I can't say too much no. else without giving it away. It's like, just you just really need good. this surprise. It's really good. And there's a lot of them, but this is the oh one we thought of. God. And we don't want to make the whole podcast about right. that. Even it's though most of that. it was right. about exactly that. Right. No. No. I do want to say something, though, that I feel like is important. That yeah. is a random topic to just throw in there with say all of it. our... <laughs> Very deep shit that we uh-huh. talked about actually today. Okay, so I want to talk about student loans they because we actually canceled. haven't. Yes, we actually haven't talked about how the fact that they got canceled, uh-huh. right? And they're trying to, you know, do the thing. Do Not the thing all the way, but and help the people out. Still, really great, right? But I learned that you have to apply for it to actually be taken away. So I want to remind Not everybody. Everyone. Oh, okay. Yes. So there, there if, are some. That yeah. I forgot so like if you states. got Pell Grant or yeah. even just if you yeah like if you got Pell Grant mm-hmm. if they have your information mm-hmm. you you don't right so really you should just go check if they have your um, tax information yeah your income information I do have to apply because I don't have Pell Grant mm-hmm. so I just want to say for people yeah who may think that you're getting it because that's what I was yeah. thinking yeah, yeah two yeah. weeks ago do that extra diligence and go yes. check you because you have to apply and it's a very short period of time that you can apply so make sure that you do that so you can get that money you can get that money and also like <laughs> when it starts when the pause stops um you're not like kind of rushing and i assume other people are rushing around that time mm-hmm. and then maybe there's going to be like one month that you still have to pay because you didn't apply for it soon enough so yeah the pause is starting uh the pause is stopping in like january so yes. be ready for that and i believe you have to apply by like october at some yes point. it starts in october so look for it on october 1st i feel like it's a very short window so make sure you're Y'all on are it. doing that, okay? Yeah. Because I know I didn't know about it before, and I'm like, I need the people to know. The thing I saw that um, Joe Baby is Joe Biden is doing. <laughs> um, he's capping insulin at thirty five dollars for people that are on Medicaid. Fuck yeah. Or Medi-Cal, one of them. But either way, amazing. As um, it should be. And listen, I'm not saying he's uh the best president. Oh, I'm not so. saying any of that shit. But I will say I do appreciate the things that he is doing this year. Yeah. Um, and he's finally putting his money where, where his mouth is. Right. Making some fucking moves. You know what uh, I mean? That's more to say than some other presidents that facts. we've had. So right. I appreciate it. Please continue to do more. But yes. From what we're getting, we do appreciate it. Right. Maybe a little faster, but you know, that's just me. That's just us millennials, us Gen Zs. Y'all yeah. be moving slow, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, people. Thank you for kicking it with your girls. Um, We love y'all so, so, so much. Don't forget mm-hmm. to comment down below about any of the shit we were talking about. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, anywhere else, go to our YouTube channel and yeah. comment. We love hearing y'all's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget to share us with your friend. Leave us a review wherever you're listening. Your girls will appreciate that so, so much. So much. Have a great freaking weekend. 
You made it through another week. You did that shit. We just live it up. We proud of you. We love you. And yeah, live your best life. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.